You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 118, What Makes a Successful Parent? Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? Okay, friends, welcome to a new week. Hope you are doing well. Summer is going by way too fast. I love it. I want it to slow down. Um, We are having a ton of fun this summer. We've been playing a lot. And just trying to enjoy our boy a lot before he heads out to the lovely people in Arizona. Watch for my boy there um, before he leaves on his mission there. So we've been having a ton of fun. We were going camping. We got to go with some friends. Um, Just a lot of different things we've been doing with him. So anyways, it's been a ton of fun this summer. Um, A really special experience we had with him was last week we went through the temple with him. And that was an absolutely amazing experience because I thought it was cool to have one kid there last year, but to have two of my kids there, my heart was very tender and I was very teary-eyed through a lot of the experience. And I'm not a super emotional person and I don't cry very often. And so I just, having two of my kids there with my husband and a lot of our family and good friends there, and my heart was just overflowing with joy of this experience. Um, I just kept thinking as we were there, this is what it's all about. Like we get so caught up in all these details and everything going on. And like, this is what it's about. It's about family. It's about connection. It's about love and joy. And like, that's why I do all the things I do, because those are the things that are important. Here's the deal. It is so easy to get caught up in what our kids are doing and not doing and measuring our personal success from it. So my two oldest boys are doing really cool things with their lives. They're actually like if I could have handpicked what they would do as they become adults and are doing, they're doing it exactly. My oldest graduated from high school and got a year of college under his belt. And now he is serving a mission and I love it. My next boy got his associate's degree. He went and got his mortgage license, his CrossFit certification, and he leaves on his mission in a few weeks. And so... It's so easy to get caught up like, holy cow, I'm super successful as a parent. Because of me, they are all of these things. But here's the trick with that. If I believe that and own all that, then I have to take the other side too. And I have to take fells as well and make them mine and take ownership and accountability for their choices. Their choices are not because of me. It's because of them. Um, I'm not going to share my boys' different struggles they've been through and different trials that they've had because those are personal and that would be their story to share. But if I'm going to sit on my high horse and, and say, oh my goodness, I'm so amazing because my kids are doing X, Y, Z, 
then I would have to say, oh my gosh, I'm a horrible mom because my kids are doing X, Y, Z. And I do not want to give up that responsibility of thinking I'm a terrible parent if my kids do things I don't want them to do and think I'm an amazing parent if my kids are doing um, awesome things. So here's the truth. You as a parent are not powerful enough to make your kid be amazing or to make your kid be terrible. Because if you had that power, then there would be no agency, right? And we are down here because of agency. And so I cannot take credit for things my kids do or don't do. Now, don't get me wrong, because I can mentor them. I can love them, teach them, guide them, but I cannot force them. And I cannot make them do the things that I want them to do. So then how does one measure success as a parent? And here is the best news. You measure your success by how you show up, which is so awesome because that is the only thing you have control over. I cannot imagine if I I looked at my four-year-old and he's throwing a huge tantrum and he's having a meltdown, right? You're, we're in that phase of clothes not touching, like feeling right, right? Like socks are a little bit twisted and, and I don't like the way this feels on my skin, right? And they have a meltdown. If I took on that and said, oh my goodness, I'm failing as a parent. My four-year-old is crying. That is exhausting because I do not have control whether or not he has a meltdown and throws a fit. The only thing I have control over is how I show up when he has a meltdown. How do I show up when my boys do something that I think is cool or my daughter's the theater that they've been in? How do I show up then? Um, do I take their successes as my own? It's so interesting that sometimes we do this. Like if my kids are doing these things and I look better as a parent and we don't give their our kids their basically they their consequences of their choices, right? If we are always holding on to them. But instead if I'm like, if you make these choices, you get this and I get to love you no matter what. If you make XYZ choices and you go down a path you don't love, I still can love you no matter what. And I can still be successful in the way that I showed up through whatever trial or whatever awesome thing I'm going through. So I love the example in the Book of Mormon of Lehi. So Lehi was a prophet and he had some sons and two of his sons, Laman and Lemuel ended up rebelling. They um, tried to kill their brother. They just caused problems after problems. And Nephi um, turns to the Lord, loves his dad, is obedient and does all these things. So would you say, because Lehi had Nephi, maybe you would look at that and be like, oh, he's a really amazing parent. Or do you look at Laman and Lemuel and be like, oh, he's a terrible parent. Like brothers are trying to kill each other here. He must be awful. But what if it didn't? Like those are just their children's choices. So we don't get to say like, oh, this is a terrible parent. This is a this is a the best parent ever. Because then we were taking the child's successes and failures and putting them onto the parent. So once again, I'm not saying that we don't mentor and we don't guide and we don't teach. But we don't take our kids and like put them up like, I am so amazing that I created this because then they cease to have agency. And then we don't beat ourselves up if they make choices that we don't love, right? Like, oh, if I were a better parent, they wouldn't have done these things because I know people who came from horrid childhoods, right? Their parents abused them, neglected them, did drugs, had um, 
I mean, they're, they're horrible stories, right? We could go into this and then this child will come out of it and just like, holy cow, I'm never going to let this happen to anybody else. And they become absolutely amazing. And then you have parents who love each other very much and love their children. And yet somehow their kid gets into drugs and ends up in jail. So that to me, when you have those extreme situations shows me that ultimately our children have their own agency and choices. And so when I talk to parents about this, sometimes they find this frustrating. Like I can't guarantee that like, I want my kid to have a happy life and have joy and do all these things. And it sounds super noble, but when we want, we get into this mindset of like, they have to be happy all the time. They have to have all these joys. We are wanting to rob them of their agency. And it's so interesting because that is what Satan wanted to do. He was said, I want to make sure everybody gets back to heaven. I want to force these things to happen. And people are going to lose agency because then I can guarantee they can get back to heaven. But when we do that, like that's where growth is, is in our mistakes. And you can look at your own journey and look at different mistakes you made. And like, whoa, I learned a ton from that. Maybe I learned more from my mistake than I did through um, a positive experience I had, right? And so if we want to rob them of their agency, we rob them of their growth. So I love this idea of I am a successful parent by the way I show up not from what my kids do or don't do. That is them and their life. Then they get to decide, like, I am a successful person and they get to put it onto them and I get to be their cheerleader and I get to love them and I get to support them. Um, so to me, success as a parent for myself, and you can write your own list, but it is loving my kids, even when they crash cars. Have you listened to that episode when my kids crashed a lot of cars? It happened in a short amount of time. So that was, to me, was a successful parenting moment when my kid crashed cars. You know, I just had one the other day that our son helps us rent out our RV. And he is supposed to take pictures before people go. And he didn't do it. And normally it hasn't been a problem. But this particular person, they crashed the RV. And there was $20,000 worth of damage on the RV. And I didn't know if the insurance was going to deny the claim or not because he did not take photos, which is in our contract that he needs to do it. So to me, success as a parent was I told my kid, we'll figure this out. And I'm not mad at you. I am frustrated with the situation, but you as a person, I'm not mad at you because when I rented it out, sometimes I forget to take the pictures too. So I understand why you probably forgot and we'll figure it out. That to me was a successful parenting moment. Um, another success for me is staying calm when my kid is having a meltdown. And I already talked about that with Georgie, right? But even my big kids, if they are teasing one another or doing something else that I think it might be inappropriate or not my favorite behavior and just staying calm and staying present of like, no, this is who I am. I'm not going to be able to teach you if I'm yelling or mad or angry. So to me, that is a successful parent. Another thing for me is forgiving my kids when they have broke a family rule, even if they did it intentionally, but being able, being able to forgive them. And ultimately to me, success as a parent is loving my children unconditionally which is the underlying thing of all of these. Because when I unconditionally love them, I can be forgiving. I can um, not freak out over car crashes or forgetting to do something or breaking a family rule. To me, that is success as a parent for myself. 
Now, I do hope and I pray, and I pray for my babies a lot, and I pray that they always do choose the right and follow the commandments. But for some reason, if one of them doesn't, I want to be like the father and the prodigal son, that when his son comes back, that I am like that with open arms, that I want to, like, let's have a party. Let's bring you back. I am so excited you're here. There's no, I told you so that this was going to be awful. You were eating with the pigs. You're so gross. You're so terrible. You deserved all of this. You're horrid. No, I want to be like the prodigal son's father. It's like, welcome home. I missed you. And I'm so glad you're here. So if your kid dresses in a way that you wish they didn't, you didn't fail as a parent. If your kid figures out the cure of cancer at 18, you didn't succeed as a parent. Those are your kids' fails and wins, not yours. So when you can start separating out your kids' actions from your success, you can start focusing on the things you do have control over, which is you. So my lovely, lovely listeners, be patient with your babies. Be kind with them and love them through good days and bad. And have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Love you guys. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there.